Well, tonight you've heard the word Emmanuel a number of times. Emmanuel is a transliteration of the Hebrew name in Isaiah, literally meaning with us is God. This is a word which originally symbolized the presence of God and was used primarily speaking of God coming and being present to save his people, the Israelites, from the Assyrian army that threatened their very existence during Isaiah's time. But our knowledge, the name has never literally been applied to Jesus Christ. It certainly is appropriate, as we have been hearing tonight and singing tonight, hearing and thinking about Jesus Christ being God with us. Literally, God came to dwell and live among us, and Jesus Christ was given that name, God with us, Jesus. Why did he choose to come when he did? It's a great question. I've been pondering that for the last couple of weeks. Why did God choose to send Jesus Christ when he did? Uh, People have uh, been straying and wandering away from God for many years prior to this. Uh, He could have sent or come at any time. And sometimes I think when we think of things and questions like this, we kind of think, well, God just kind of responded to the needs or responded to us. And yet, in the book of Jeremiah, we read this. In those days... And at that time, I will make a righteous branch sprout from David's line. Did you notice those terms? At that date and that time, God knew beforehand not only what he was going to do, but when he was going to do it. I'm always amazed as I read Scripture and I see time after time after time how God is so far ahead of us. He's making arrangements for things way before we as humans could ever think about those things, think about those solutions and those things that would come along. One of the ways that God showed that it was no surprise to him is found in the story of Zechariah, who was a priest, and he uh, went in and an angel came and met with him. And the angel uh, told him that Zechariah's wife, Elizabeth, was going to have a child. Now, that might not sound very surprising, except that just before that in Scripture we read that Elizabeth was well beyond childbearing years. It would have taken a miracle for Elizabeth to have a child. It was not something that anybody would have expected. In fact, Zechariah himself questioned it, and because of that, he was not able to speak for a period of time until after the baby was born, because Elizabeth did become pregnant and did deliver a child. And that child grew up to be one that we know as John the Baptist, who was a forerunner for Jesus Christ. God knew the time. God knew who had to go and prepare the way for Messiah to come. Another question that you might ask, and I know I, I ask this uh, when, I, when I think about God and... and uh, Why did he send Jesus at that moment? 
Well, you see, God's word tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. God desired, and he still desires, that you and I and everybody who would believe in him would spend eternity with him in heaven. Now, that might not be a surprise to some of you, but but some of you might be surprised to know that God is actually thinking about you. And he thinks so much about you and me that he actually, way before people were going around and, and talking about things, God already had a plan that he wanted to send, he wanted to have people live with him forever. And he already had a plan in place that he was going to send his son, that God himself would come as Jesus Christ. He knew the time, he knew the place, he knew the reason. In fact, if you think about all of the things that had to take place for Jesus Christ to be born where he was, which was predicted in the Old Testament, you'd be amazed at all of the scripture. And I don't have enough time here tonight, uh, nor do you want me to spend the time going into all of the details of all of those. Then we think about who was the parents, the earthly parents of this baby, God, Jesus And I don't have enough time again tonight to go into all of the things, but but one of the things that we read about Joseph is that he was an honorable man and he did just as God asked him to do. Joseph could have sent Mary, the mother of Jesus, away. He could have had her uh, set aside and maybe she would even have been, been killed. But instead, God said, no, take her to be your wife. And he did. Mary was also obedient. Mary was very humble. Mary, as a young uh, girl, uh, found out from an angel that she was going to have God's child, and she obediently said that she would do it. Now, that would be very scary for a young girl to have an angel visit in the first place, and then secondly, to be told, not only that, but you're also going to have the Son of God. Can you imagine being given the assignment, you're going to raise the Son of God. And yet Mary humbly agreed to do what God had asked her to do. Emmanuel, God with us. When we think of that, we think of baby Jesus, and we think of him coming and, and uh, being in a manger, animals all around him. You heard it in the story earlier. At the right time, Emmanuel came. God with us. He was a baby. He was born in a manger, dirty, messy, animals all around. And we think about that. It's really a cool story. And, and we're here tonight and we're, we're celebrating that birth. We're here to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And, and if it was to stop there, it'd be just a really a cool story, wouldn't it? It'd be something that we'd all say, wow, that, that was really neat. But it has to go beyond that. And so we read in Romans chapter 5, verse 6, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, that means enemies of God, Christ died for us. You see, When Jesus Christ came as a baby, 
there was a cross that was before him. And the cross was not a surprise either. In the Old Testament, we read several places where it talks about that Messiah, Jesus Christ, God with us, Emmanuel, would hang on a, on a tree. So, we intentionally put the cross near the manger because when Christ was born, he was born with that as his mission. That he was going to go to a cross, that he was going to suffer, that he was going to die on a cross. And when did he do that? When did he die, according to the scripture, it says, at just the right time? The right time for you, the right time for me. Christ died upon that cross. He bore our sins. He took them upon himself on that cross. You see, at just the right time, Christ came. At just the right time, he died. But there again, that's kind of a cool story. If we stopped there, we'd say, wow, that's that's kind of interesting. God came. He lived among us. He died for us. That's kind of a neat story. If it ended there, we would have no hope at all. But you see, Christ was buried after he was crucified on that cross. That little baby grew up. He hung upon that cross. He died. There was no question he was dead. He was buried. And three days later, God raised him from the dead. And Jesus Christ is no longer dead. In fact, he is alive God raised him from the dead. He ascended into heaven after being witnessed by hundreds of people over a period of 40 days. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and he is still sitting at the right hand of God the Father preparing a place for you and for me. There is absolutely no question that this is a beautiful story. But without the ending that Christ is at the right hand of God preparing a place for you and me, it would be just a story. But for you and for me, it is a promise, it is a hope for eternity. Spent in heaven with God, not because of anything you and I can do, but because of what Jesus Christ did when God sent his son, he raised him from the dead and he ascended into heaven. He's prepared a place for us. We have to trust that. We have to believe that for our salvation. There are people all over who want to tell us that's not a true story. The scriptures are true. What I have told you tonight is not something that I'm making up. It's something that God has told us in his very word. And you and I have to believe in order for us to inherit eternal life through his finished work upon that cross. Would you join me in a, in a moment of prayer? Lord God, as we celebrate the birth of our Savior, as we celebrate Emmanuel, God with us, We're in awe that you, God, would come and dwell among us, that you would have experienced all of the things that we as human beings beings experience, that you would know exactly what temptations and other issues that we struggle with and deal with. And yet you came because you loved us so much. You came at just the right time. And then at the time that you had designated, God, you hung upon that cross. You died for our sins, and you were raised back to life. God, I thank you for that. I pray, Lord, that no one here tonight would leave with a doubt in their mind, 
wondering whether or not they would have eternal life because they have heard the truth, not from me, but from your very word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace grace demonstrated to us upon that cross of Calvary and upon that empty tomb because we have a Savior who has experienced what we have but is now sitting at the right hand of God the Father. We thank you for that promise and for that hope. We love you, Lord. Help us to live our lives demonstrating that for others in Jesus' holy and powerful name. Amen.